Hey, top of the morning to you. A little bit later than normal when we uh, record these FPTV Live video podcasts. But uh, well, considering we haven't done one in a little over a week, a lot of that is my fault. I've been hoarse. If you have called in and uh, we've spoken, well, you understand what's going on. I've just uh, pretty much lost my voice. So uh, pretty just pretty hard to to uh, <laughs> talk. I'd be like this. And if you called in, you know exactly what I'm talking about. <clears throat> so I'm going to be clearing my throat a little bit during this uh, podcast. It's a video podcast. It's live. If you are an FBTV insider, you're able to watch this podcast this video podcast live it will be posted as a podcast that will be coming up a little bit later today and uh you hear that clicking maybe i shouldn't click is that clicking picking up yeah it's picking up but uh it'll be on the um youtube on the youtube that'll be coming after a while too so anyway good to have you Always good to be here. This is March 24th. It's just past 9 a.m. when we are doing this podcast. But, and we usually do it earlier, but I have some radio commitments that I am have to do early in the mornings now. But, uh, hey, better late than never, right? Okay. Yeah, that's still... Doing the audio checks, and the audio don't look right, but I suppose it is. If it's not right, well, <laughs> the way it goes. Uh, this video podcast for the week of March 22nd, uh, FreightBrokerTV.com. Like I said, if you are insider, FBTV insider, you are going to be able to watch as we are actually doing this podcast. So uh, keep that in mind. Hey, if you got questions, uh, comments, messages, you can contact us. Uh, a lot of ways to do that. You can email me direct, fbtv at freightbrokertv.com. Lots of contact forms on our website. Of course, that's freightbrokertv.com. And you can use our studio line. Call, leave a message, uh, 479-668-0213. Now, I've, I've been talking about the FBTV Insider. What is that exactly? Well, uh, the FBTV Insider, It's you can register for free. And have access to all the inside or, or the regular content, the public content we post. But if you uh, pay a measly little subscription, $2.99 a month, I think, less than that if you do it by year, $24.95 a year, uh, you get access to all the insider content. That includes the insider uh, live video podcast you can watch it plus other material we're going to be putting up as well now i've been promising up in the insider to put up the uh, final video and i forget what that was and it's been so long i think it's the uh drive-in flatbed refrigerator whatever's not up there that's what we're going to be talking about next so we hopefully we'll get that up there this week uh what is that that's really driving me bonkers now i need to look let me look, and I'll tell you exactly what it is. That uh, the next video is going to be posted. And I said I would. Huh. Hang in there. I'm looking. I know it's here somewhere. I'm just not seeing it. Well, I'll find it. What was it? Oh, 
flatbeds. They're okay, reefer. Okay, dry vans. That's what it's going to be. It's right there in front of me. I just couldn't see it. Couldn't see the trees because the forest got in the way. Know what I mean? <laughs> I want to tell you, you can freight broker anywhere in the world. <clears throat> you can you can broker freight from anywhere in the world as long as you well obviously have somebody's a license you can work under or your own. We've had clients before they set up their offices in the United States and they have uh, staff located in all different parts of the world, including including Ukraine, uh, England, El Salvador. Uh, Canada, obviously, uh, she's uh, just all over the world. So pretty much all you got to do is have a uh, have internet, uh, telephone, and a computer. You're going to be able to broker. Now you may be wondering, well, how can I how can I broker? You know, what am I using if I'm in, not in the United States to uh, as a telephone? My cell phone? No. Uh, VoIP lines. That's what most of the people do. They use VoIP. A voice over internet protocol. Uh, plenty of services out there. I mean, one to check out. I think pretty much everyone knows about it is Ring Central. R-I-N-G-Central.com. We've used them for years. I'll tell you a story about that. Back, well, this is from Tautoa side. Uh, and if you don't know, I, I'm a consultant for Tautoa. But back in, what, 2007, 2008, when the Great Recession started boy that hurt everybody but uh, back when that started <clears throat> everyone was looking for ways to uh, cut expenses and we were no different we were no different at all we were looking for ways to cut expenses as well and one of those was doing away with the telephone system we had a fancy telephone system it was costing a lot of money I, I'm, I'm serious it was it was I want, I, what I remember was like $400, $500, $600 a month because you paid $100 per line, then you paid for the 800 number. And the way that 800 number worked, if somebody called the 800, 800 number, you got charged like $0.25 cents a minute or something like that. I mean, it was nuts. It was really nuts. And uh, so it was costing a lot of money. And we decided, okay, we got we to we gotta do something. And uh, we, we started looking at different phone services. And we came across Ring Central. And this is going to sound like an advertisement for them, but it's not. It's just, uh, it, it's just the way the story played out. And we're not recommending Ring Central. I'm not recommending Ring Central at all, even though it sounds like maybe I am. One to check out, obviously, but there's, there's a lot of services out there today, bunches of them. Uh, so find the one that's right for you because they all pretty much do the same thing. But uh, with Ring Central, we looked over the system, and if you remember Skype back in the day, that was the original, uh, I, I say it was the original VOIP service. It was awful. It was meant for family and friends. It was not meant to be used as a business line. And people use it for business now. I, I still don't agree with it because it's a Skype number. We even use Skype, but it's for our studio line. Uh, that's it, you know, and... Uh, uh, we do interviews and things like that using the Skype so we can record them. But other than that, that's about it. I would not ever recommend Skype for your business phone. Okay. Uh, same thing, Google Call. I don't even know if they still have that anymore. I wouldn't recommend that. You need to have some type of good, true telephone system if you're going to be a broker or, uh, or you know have some type of a broker operation where you are probably working out of your home or whatever. But anyway, so we all looked over the... Uh, 
Ring Central back in 0708 when we were looking to cut expense. We decided, okay, we'll give it a shot. We will give it a shot. And I had my doubts. Because, you know, if, if you had any experience with Skype, you know, the, the calls sounded like you were in a barrel. They drop out immediately, you know, unexpectedly or whatever and, and all that. But uh, so we had to order a phone as well, our phones. And we decided, you know, a VOIP phone. Back in the day, you didn't just go down to Office Depot or Best Buy and, and get a, a VOIP phone off the shelf. Uh, you, you pretty much had to order it online. Because, you know, it, it was a new technology. And we did. We ordered a phone. I think it cost about 120 bucks, 140 something like that. And, I, I, you know, just in the back of my head, I was, I was sure it was going to be some type of a Fisher-Price phone, you know. Just, just you know, fall apart. I, <laughs> and I, I really expected the phone service to be uh, terrible, you know. Uh, as... Uh, uh, Maybe a little bit better in the sky, but I wasn't expecting much. And the phone, it's one of the best office phones I've ever used. Matter of fact, it's the same one sitting on my desk today that we got, uh, what, 12, 11, 12, 13, 14 years ago. Same one. Same one. Still works. It, it's heavy duty. And you can plug a headset into it. Kind of a professional headset, you know, that you can plug into it. And... Uh, it's clear, it works, it's high def, it's, it's just all nine yards. But anyway, it really surprised me. But check it out. It's it, it's excellent for somebody that uh, travels, maybe somebody that, uh, you know, you're setting up looking for a home phone system or a phone system for your broker operation because the phone itself, it plugs into your router. Okay. And I think they recommend five megabytes per second. Internet speed. I don't know. You can check. Go to Ring Central. Find out about that. But anyway, okay, that was a uh, what three or four minute advertisement for Ring Central. It should have been. Like I said, it's not. I'm not recommending them. It's just some place to look. And I just want to share that story with you. All right. If you want uh, some FBTV stuff, we got swag, man. We got swag. Coffee mugs, t-shirts, tank tops, hoodies. FreightBrokerTV.com. Check out the store. If you're an insider, go to the best resources, and you will find the store link in the resources. Now, okay, what is going on? Diesel prices, well, they they uh, pretty much were steady this week for the most part. Maybe just a little bit up, but you probably didn't even see it. And, and finally, because they've been going up since November, funny that's when the election was november but anyway apples and oranges probably right <laughs> anyway diesel's at 319 a gallon this week gasoline's up a penny it has pretty much uh flattened out too it's up to 286 a gallon i know here in our parts and we were talking about this in the last podcast uh we had uh, trouble getting gasoline because of the winter weather that we had a few weeks ago it's hard to believe a month ago if it's been even that long a month since that big winter storm hit and now we're in the 70s every day you gotta love arkansas man if you don't like the weather hang around for a few minutes it will change diesel prices have dropped in the midwest they're holding steady in the lower atlantic uh, headlines looking at those real quick 
Uh, there's a bill in Alaska <laughs> that would double the state's fuel taxes. And, uh, well, that's pretty wild. <coughs> Pardon me. I'm sure the you ever there's a channel on YouTube I watch occasionally. Uh, Summers in Alaska. It's a family. And, you know, they take you around, show you what it costs, you know, to live in Alaska and things like that. It's pretty interesting. But uh, double the state's fuel tax rate? That would seem to be putting a kind of a hurt on the residents, the few residents that live in Alaska. Now, I say few, but compared to other states, uh, you know, the uh, people per acre or per mile, square mile, is a lot less than somewhere down in the states. Uh, Missouri Senate approves a fuel tax increase, so the states are going after your money again. It is what it is, folks. There was something, oh, tax filing, IRS. Internal Revenue Service extended the filing and payment deadlines from the April 15th date that we're, we all know and love so well to May 17th. Now, here's something weird, okay? On May 17th, your, your tax filing is going to be due, as well as your tax payment. But let's say you get an extension. If you want to file, fill, a, fill an extension, you got to get the form, 4868. And if you, you're probably looking at working with the tax person or something like that. They can do that for you. They know what to file. So you can get an extension for filing till October 15th, six-month extension, right? May, June, July, August, September, yeah. No, five-month extension. Well, six months from October or uh, April. That's that's great. So anyway, you get a five-month extension since the filing deadline is going to be May 17th. You can get an extension to file uh, as far as on October 15th. Now, here's the kicker. Yeah, okay, all right, okay, you, okay, you can file. Okay, we're going to give you a break. If you want to, you know, need a few extra months to file, that's fine. But your money, it still, it still needs to be here on May 17th. <laughs> but I haven't filed. I don't know what I owe. It don't matter. Pay us something, what you think you might owe. And, you know, if it turns out you pay too much, we'll give it back. Yeah, that didn't work for me too well last year. <laughs> anyway, that's the way that goes. But anyway, I thought you might want to know that. Mask mandates. We're on the back end of the coronavirus, it looks like, and it's pretty weird. Governor of Arkansas, that's where I'm at. They, he's talking about uh, lifting the mandate at the uh, end of the month. And, and it's funny because a year ago when they started making you wear a mask. The restaurants around t uh, the area or the state here, I'm just talking about locally, they were complaining and they had a right to complain. Everybody was up in the area, you know, they had, they closed down restaurants and they, they started that mask mandate, you know, everybody was cool about it, uh, you know, but still, you know, it's kind of, kind of weird. You know, I haven't been in a restaurant, a sit down restaurant since before the coronavirus started. And then I find out you get the, you know, the Arkansas, here in Arkansas, they made you wear a mask. Well, I take that back. In Oklahoma, I was in Oklahoma a few months ago. I had went over to Muskogee 
to the uh, Bass Pro Shop, and they got a great little barbecue joint right next to the Bass Pro Shop. And uh, my buddy and I, Ricky. Matter of fact, Ricky, we're we're going to talk to him someday. He is a well, a former driver, and I think I brought him up before. But we're going to talk to him someday when he feels a little bit better. He had a surgery around his neck here a few months ago, and uh, well, eh, a couple of months ago anyway, and he's recuperating from that. Apparently, that's a long process to to recover from, but we'll be talking to him. But uh, other than that, that's the only restaurant I've been in, and the only reason we went in there was because there was no mask mandate. We didn't have to wear a mask. It was not going into a restaurant where you had to wear a mask. And it was the same thing at the time in Bass Pro Shops, you know, they didn't have to wear a mask. But anyway, it just, you know, I don't, I don't want to be served by somebody wearing a mask. I, I don't know, just creepy, just creepy. You know, just creepy. But anyway, as of March 22nd, a couple of days ago, these are the states that have no mask mandate. So in other words, knock yourself out, take it off, throw it away. Alaska, Arizona, Florida, Georgia, Idaho, Iowa, Mississippi, Missouri, Montana, Nebraska, North Dakota, Oklahoma, South Carolina, South Dakota, Tennessee, Texas, Wyoming. If you're in one of those states, congratulations. Take off that mask. If you don't get it off, if we don't get it off soon, we're going to have a real weird tan line. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> All right. What are we doing here? Yeah, we're still on time. Okay, this kind of this caught my attention. Self-driving truck developer, Too Simple, T-U Simple. They're filing for an IPO. And you know my stance on uh, self-driving trucks, big trucks. Here's where I stand on it, if you don't know. I don't think there's a, a, a person on the anywhere in the country. I was going to say on the planet, but any. But I've watched those big, big trucks in India, and they do some weird stuff. But anyway, uh, anyone in this country that wants to to be on the road with their family in their little car on the interstate. knowing that there are driverless trucks on the road with them. No driver. I wouldn't. Autonomous trucks, as they call them, self-driving. Well, too simple. They're filing for an IPO. And this just goes to what I've been saying. <clears throat> this is an opportunity for these self-driving truck developers, these autonomous trucks. I'm sure they're getting government money, you know, for research. I'm sure they're getting investors. And now they're going to take you to the next step. And now they're filing for IPOs. So they're going to get the money and run. And, and there's going to be people that invest in this. And, and I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if these uh, IPOs for these autonomous trucking companies, that are developers anyway, doesn't come out of the gate high and go up. It's going to, in my opinion, and I, you know, I'm not a big stock guy or anything like that, but in my opinion... It's short-lived. It's short-lived, mainly because who's going to be, one, you get the technology, you get it put in the truck, who's going to be able to afford to buy it? The engine is going to wear out. They're talking about electric trucks here next, you know, being on the road, what, by 2035? Well, there's some out there on the road now, I suppose. But uh, 
that's going to be expensive. But the technology that has to go in these autonomous trucks, holy smoke. Still, who's going to be able to afford that? You know, we, I wonder what. We want to do some research on that. My crack research team, <laughs> they should uh, do some math and figure out, okay, what's it, uh, what's, what would a truck cost that had the autonomous trucking and was electric? I bet it's a lot more than $150,000. You know what I mean? I bet it's a lot more. And I've yet, I'm sure there's information out there, but I've yet to hear how long one of those electric trucks last. You know, how long? How long does it last, the, the motor or the mechanism that makes it go forward and backward? <clears throat> anyway, that's where I'm at on that. Uh, if you're interested in watching this uh, Too Simple IPO, well, day before yesterday, uh, well, no, yesterday they filed a registration statement with the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission regarding its proposed IPO. So we'll see. Anyway, they are uh, listing their stock on the NASDAQ, NASDAQ Global Market, Select Market, under TSP. So if you want to watch it, TSP is the ticker symbol. All right, what else we got going on? We done the headlines. Here's here's something weird out of California. Do we have time? Yeah, we got time. This is this is just strange. And only, I guess only in California. Here's how insane the eviction laws are in California. Specifically, we're talking about Riverside, California. Uh, Tracy and Miles Albert, they bought a beautiful four-bedroom house for $560,000. Then, at the end of escrow, after closing, the seller just simply refused to leave. Wouldn't move, wouldn't give them the keys. <laughs> There's nothing the buyers can do about it because... Because of the emergency pandemic laws in California, well, you can't evict anyone. So the people bought it. The guy got the money that they bought it from. And he won't move out, and he doesn't have to because the state of California, their laws, the pandemic laws, protect him. <laughs> the realtor, who is Chris Taylor, says it's generally unfathomable. To me, that we live in a state where something like this is even possible. They closed escrow back on January uh, 31st, a year ago, over a year ago, 2020. The Alberts and Taylor have contacted the authorities and tried to get the seller to evicted, but because of the pandemic law, they've got nowhere. <laughs> it says just like draining, just draining emotionally and financially. <clears throat> Meanwhile, the seller who wins the Biggest jerk of the year award, hands down, uh, has their money and their house. Miles Albert says when he contacted law enforcement, law enforcement told him, hey, if you were in Arizona, Nevada, probably any place else in the country, wouldn't be a problem. <laughs> but you're in California. And there you go. <laughs> I thought that was kind of 
you know, one of those stories shakes your head and, and, and wonder. Stuff like that, you understand why people are exiting California by the truckload. All right, we'll finish up here today. Wisconsin Senator Ron Johnson. This is a global warming story, by the way. He's been on a roll lately. Just recently in an interview, he said, you know, there's a reason Greenland was called Greenland. It was actually green at one point in time, and it's been, you know, since it's it's a whole lot of wider now. Uh, so we've experienced climate change throughout the geologic time. It's always been frozen, Senator. It's never been green. It's always been frozen. Okay. Well, that's going to wrap it up for us on this uh, FBTV live video podcast. Again, uh, if you've been watching it on FBTV Insider, FBTV Insider, uh, you can check that out, fbtvinsider.com. Uh, great. If not, you missed it. It'll be in the archives here shortly, uh, later today. It will be up on as a podcast. Uh, if you are wanting to uh, follow us, our podcast, we appreciate it. You know, you can find our podcast on your favorite podcasting app, FBTV, obviously. Uh, give us a thumbs up. Follow us. Subscribe. Helps us out. Also, it will be on YouTube. And if you're watching this on YouTube, we'd appreciate a thumbs up, subscribe. It helps the channel grow. But in the meantime, that's going to wrap it up for today. So, until we meet again, well, it's Wednesday. It's hump day. Have a good Wednesday. Unless you've made other plans, we'll see you soon.